you found me, and I'm so glad you did. I have a lot of fun over here at A Juicy Pear Podcast. I love interviewing people from all walks of life, and I especially like what makes a person tick. I ask the questions that people want to hear. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Wendy with the Juicy Pear Podcast, and I'm super excited about our guest today. She's uh, with us all the way from London. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a musician. Her name is Dylan Allura. Hey, Dylan. Hey. So glad you could be with me here today. Yeah, so you're all the way from London. I've always wanted to go to London. I've never been. So what's the weather like over there right now? Right now, it's actually sunny, um, but it's freezing. So like from November, December, January, it's freezing. And then it's just raining or cold or windy throughout the rest of the year, pretty much. But yeah, yeah. Is it because it's unusual to be sunny because I've heard that, yeah, London, what it's always raining every two seconds there, right? It's always gray and cloudy. Yeah, you've got to, yeah, you've got to carry umbrella. Like everybody here carries an umbrella because like any moment it could just start raining. Oh, goodness. Well, it's cold here. We're in for it now. We got about six months of this. But anyway, I want—I don't want to talk about the weather. I want to talk about you. You know how uh, you know you have a new single that's out right now that's called "I Know You Want Love." And um, why yeah. don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, so I wrote the that song. I think like the, the beginning of the lockdowns in 2020 uh, with a producer that I work with in the U.S. Um, and the song was just so kind of like chilled out very like seductive kind of like reminded me of like the winter time that's what I said just like very like dark little moody and I was like okay this song I want it to be a little seductive little like like a love song um but I know you want love it's pretty much like self-explanatory um it's just kind of like I think in this day and age, a lot of people like don't really want to love each other, especially like in relationships, because everything's sort of very like um, people are like very disposable nowadays, especially like with young people. We kind exactly. of like we we all day and then you move to the next person, move to the next person and no one really wants to feel any depth with people. Um, so this song is kind of like about that. It's just kind of um, hitting on that. Like, I know what this person like truly wants. They don't want like what everyone's trying to chase. They just want something genuine. Um, and that's, and that's rare. sometimes, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Like, especially in this day and age, I think um, so that's kind of what the song is about pretty much. I love your voice. It's very soulful. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I love it. So can you tell me a little bit about when did you first discover your love of music? Because, you know, you're a young person now, you're beautiful and talented. And so, I mean, when did you discover this? When you were like, what, three or four? Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty much three, four. Like as soon as I could sing, I was singing. Um, I've always done singing. I did musical theater. So I did like singing, acting, dancing, uh, trained in that. And then um, I always thought I was the best at singing. So I kind of left the acting and the dancing aside. And I was always writing songs. Um, I played the guitar from 10 years old. So the guitar was my thing that I used to write music. And I would write songs about like cool and like friends and like really Mm -hmm. stupid stuff when I was like 10. (laughs) But um, it was kind of deep at the time because it was kind of like I would hit on like betrayal and like Mm -hmm. friendship betrayal, these things. So I kind of knew that I was wanting to write about a lot of things. Uh, So I've been doing it my whole life pretty much. 
and performing my whole life as well. Well, yeah. How did you break into that? Because, you know, there's so many people that want to actually do it and they just, you know, it doesn't happen. There's only like a select few that can break into it. You have to have the talent, of course, and um, you have to have, I'm assuming motivation and kind of got to know the right people. How did you kind of get your foot in the door? I mean, did you, um, did you, were you in a contest or did someone kind of listen to you and like, you know what, I like her, I'm going to sign her up or how did that work? So I'm guessing you mean like right now, how have I got to like my place right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say, well, number one, I made the decision to kind of do this because before I was doing loads of other things, trying to get into other industries that aren't creative. Um, so I just kind of one day decided, okay, let me just stop trying to avoid my true passion and let me just get into it. So like, that's the first thing is kind of making the decision. That's a hard decision to make. Yeah, it it really is. 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 I don't know why, because it's something, it's something your soul really wants to do. You know, as a writer, I, I, I've kind of, um, come across that too. Like, no, I've got to do this. I've got to, you know, make a weekly paycheck or whatever. And you're doing Mm -hmm. stuff that you really don't want to do. It's not resonating. And meanwhile, you're sitting there kind of resentful and like, man, I wish I had the time to do what I really want to do. Yeah. Getting out of your comfort zone. That takes a lot. I mean, that's hard, you know, when you're revealing yourself. I mean, it is. Yeah. And it is. It took me a really long time because I'm pretty much like one of the only people I know who's like, gone and followed like a creative passion like my age I mean a lot of my friends are they're quite academic so mm-hmm. um it, that was scary as well I didn't have like a group or like a community of people who were like doing the same thing right like that made that's made it a little little bit more scary yeah because it says here you um you are you were pretty academic growing up at a time you said you wanted to be what a lawyer or working in international mm-hmm. relations yeah I studied um I studied politics and um because I didn't get into my the place I wanted to do law because it's so difficult to obviously get into a good law school so oh, yeah. I was like okay you know what I'm gonna do politics I'm gonna try and get my way into law like just by switching classes right right but like you can't do that with law like you got to get the grades for law so I was I didn't want to do law I did loads of legal work but it was just really difficult um because it wasn't really my passion I really right. didn't didn't want to do it so yeah well I'm uh, sure you got some good stuff from it you know you learn from everything you know even mm-hmm. if you were you know studying it for a few minutes you, you you can pick apart certain things and um that's helpful for you in the future Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I I still love like, I love reading, I love writing, I love, um, I like, I really like criminal law a lot. That's what I wanted to get into. Um, So I still love that stuff. But it's just not my, I can't do that for the rest of my life, pretty much. Right. Yeah, Yeah. because it says here, you like to read nonfiction, but you also like Stephen King. He's my favorite, uh, yeah, fiction writer, definitely. Misery. Oh. I've, I've oh, said that man. so many times. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the movie kind of scares me because <laughs> she's what does she chop his legs off? I can't remember. I haven't seen it. In they, so long. But they cut out. They cut out the worst right. parts. Right, so right, it's not right. even bad. Then the movie's like that's what makes it scarier. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. The book yeah. is worse. It's like ten times worse. Well, I read it, and I, I read it. Uh, yeah. God, it is what about a thousand some pages. I don't know. I read that when I was in high school and I remember thinking, you know, I really like, he is, I love him. I love him as a writer. I love the way he writes. I've been told you may like my book. My book is like a, uh, a cross between I've been told Daniel Steele and Stephen King. 
So. Okay. So I definitely like that. <laughs> <laughs> so which was the greatest compliment I could ever receive. I got it some, um, I was on a, on a show out in New York and, uh, Wendy Stewart from If These Walls Could Talk, I was on her podcast and she was like, I read your book and uh, she said that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I was just, I was just amazed. So that was just like a Christmas present to me uh, whenever I get reviews from that. But my life changed completely since my book came out in 2019. It's been, it's been fabulous. Uh, yeah. I like that. I love that you've, you followed the passion as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of work and it's hard to do, but it's fun work. So, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your musical inspirations who inspired you um, when you were growing up? I think uh, growing up. So I grew up in like the two thousands. So I was listening to like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know it's crazy, right? Oh, don't say the year. In the 2000s. Oh my goodness. So I was listening to a lot of like the pop, like stars at the time, like Beyonce, Rihanna, Justin Timberlake, like the the ones that are still around today. But yeah. um, Then my my mom would play more old school stuff. So I I really love Michael Jackson um Sade mm-hmm. um love them yeah yeah Earth Wind and Fire Prince oh like Earth Wind and old, Fire okay I know like she really went like old school yeah so I, I, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I know a lot of the stuff just because she's always playing it well it's um, good to have a wide range it really is exactly. you don't want to just yeah. have one you know genre I, I don't know I just think it makes you more of a well-rounded musician really Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and then I like a lot of the kind of current, um, like pop stars, R&B stars. I also listen to like alternative. So like, I really like Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were like Mm -hmm. my favorite thing when I was 16. So yeah, I kind of listen to everything. And I'm also inspired by, um, a lot of like film music, Hans Zimmer, obviously he's like the main one, but he's really good. And then there's Trent Reznor, there's there's a lot of people that I'm inspired by who make um, movie music. So nice. I've, listened, I've been listening to a lot of that while I was growing up as well. So what kind of music, how would you describe your music? I would say it's, um, if I had to give it a genre, it'd be alternative R&B. Because it's uh, that, my voice kind of, I'd say, is more soulful. So then, but I'm also inspired by pretty much everything. So mm-hmm. That makes it alternative, I think, because it's not kind of the commercial sound. It's got um, influence from everything. Nice. So you've performed all over the place. Can you tell us a, a little bit about where you performed and what's your favorite place to perform at? I've pretty. I've put, I've only performed in the UK so far, mm-hmm. but I've pretty much performed all over London. And I'd say my favorite place to perform is where I kind of where I grew up because where I grew up in Camden in London in North London um, is like full of music so growing up I'd always see the music scene and I always wanted to be a part of it so I guess when I was actually able to um, get to that stage where I was ready to perform in -hmm. public it was cool to do it there because it was just like that's what I'd seen people doing growing up I was finally a part of it yeah. Um, and then finally you're yeah. you're on the stage, you're doing it. I mean, I know. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But I just like performing in London in general. I have like, there's loads of places I'd like to perform. You got to perform in the, in the States. Yeah. And the States as well. I think like, I, cause New York is like my favorite city there. I think yeah. I want to start off there. 
Yeah. That would be fabulous. So what is your favorite place in London? It says here that you like to, when you like to go out with friends, um, you know, like what would be your favorite place to go? And um, what's your favorite food? I think my favorite place, since I grew up in North London, um, North London is always home to me. So mm-hmm. as I said, Camden um, is a place I'm, well, I don't really go to as much because I grew up there, but um, yeah. that's like home to me. And then I like East London. East London is kind of like the trendy part now. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't um, know. I've never been, but I want to. I really want to <laughs> you go. Gotta, you got to, yeah, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go there, like, got to go to short it. Um, these are places where everybody is. Like, you just see people, you know, it's okay. just like everything's going on there. And then I like West London. I like Notting Hill. Notting Hill is a cool area. Oh, I love um, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like an arty, like kind of an artsy kind of a... Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. It's kind of, it. yeah, it's artsy. We have the carnival there. We have a carnival, which kind of it stops because of... Um, covid but yeah right um, i was just gonna ask you what is it like there can you like perform in um clubs now is the scene getting back to normal now or yeah we can so i've done two shows since i think august so Wonderful. i i performed twice this year you okay i think it was from july this year mm-hmm. we were able to perform i bet that was amazing yeah. after yeah. i bet that was so great to get back on it stage was, it was crazy and I don't think we're going to get back to, you know, any lockdowns again. So I'm just hoping. Yeah. Crossing my it. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. And yeah. This is it. Um, but yeah, so we're, everything's pretty much open now, but it took a long time. Like it felt like forever. It felt like oh, yeah. we, we couldn't do anything forever. So um, yeah. Um, that's yeah. why I started this podcast. You know, it got to be, uh, you know, I started it last year during the height of pandemic. Um, I had another co-host. Um, at the time, but we've kind of moved, you know, I'm, it's just me now, but it's all good. But yeah, um, it, it, we just noticed that everything was stagnant and negative and it was just incessant and it was every day. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and then, you know, you could, mental health seemed to be just on the decline. And I wanted to create something that was fun and interesting. You know, you can get a couple laughs and educate and, but, you know, a place that was just sort of a safe place, you know, talking to all kinds of creatives and just something that was fun and something that that we didn't have to you know something that was very positive and i'm so glad i did i've met the the best people and it's been so great so what are you up to right now are you working on an album um you're going to be playing a couple shows what are you in the middle of right now so i'm trying to release two songs before the end of the year um not massive releases just two kind of two singles but together Nice. Not an EP, just just together, just they're not going to be big releases, just kind of for the end of the year. And then next year, I'm trying to kind of diversify what I'm doing. Um, I have a show in February, um, but I also kind of am looking to collaborate with um, other artists. So I've got, um, I've already got two songs that are going to be ready to be released, hopefully early next year um, with two other artists. So I'm just really trying to expand kind of, the scope of what I'm doing and because like we're out of this hopefully out of this um you know whole COVID thing yeah um in terms of restrictions definitely looking to perform out of the UK as well nice Um, yeah so it should be really exciting next year yeah well you know it's been lovely to talk to you I'm so glad you came on the show can you kind of give yourself a plug tell people where they can find you where they can find your music if um you know they want to get a hold of you where can people get in touch yeah um so I'm pretty much on every 
platform um, under Dylan and Laura, D-Y-L-A-N-A-L-L-U-R-A. Um, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikTok. You're on Facebook, huh? They say that's the old I'm people's on Facebook. <laughs> I feel like you need to have it just yes. because it's like, yes. it kind of is like the stem for everything else. Yep. Because they own everything, so... Um, so yeah um, I'm on everything and uh, also all streaming platforms as well um, wonderful you can find me the the yeah well it's been lovely to have you on and I will have all your info I will have all her info folks in the show notes but it's been a pleasure and um, I love talking with you and I wish you thank all you. the best in your success in the future thank you so thank you so much for having me have a good one see you Hey, thank you for listening, and I'm so glad you're here. I had so much fun and hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more episodes, please subscribe to my website, ajuicypairpodcast.com. See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of a Juicy Pair Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content, and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypairpodcast.com.